show. We talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jason Campbell gets his first start. We talk about this and the defense and the offense and how the season's over. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 happy Thanksgiving weekend. We're here with episode 56. 56 as in the man that used to be on the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Josh brings him up. I did bring him up this time. He, <laughs> he and his ruptured Achilles tendon who's doing nothing for the New York football giants. Um, this is Aaron, Josh, and John, and we have a guest with us today all the way from the uh, uh, Pittsburgh the, the, region. The greater Pittsburgh, the greater Pittsburgh rural metro area. And that's our Bailey Allen. Our brother Bay. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? Live here in the Harry Hawk Studios. Uh, Aaron and I and Bay, the three brothers are together. And of course, John is, uh, John is on his own today. Uh, we apologize about the tardiness of the podcast, but I had to move the studio upstairs in my house and which means I had to go through a whole thing about relocating the, uh, internet lines and stuff of that nature. So it took me until today with thanksgiving to uh get it all straight but yeah but you, the studio does, does finally have a new larger home in its own room so you have its own your own uh harry hawk studio here now mm-hmm. Excellent. so here we are here we are so anyway let's talk about the game last week it sucked so ha- yeah how about them bucks i mean <laughs> how about them referees how about them refs well this is what this is my overall impression of the game was that the bucks played like the redskins should play every week, pounding the run, and then throwing the occasional pass and wearing out the other defense. That's right. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's pretty much Redskins football since at least the 80s when I started watching it. Dude, because I know we ragged on them last year a bunch and the whole touchdown that really wasn't that Mike Allstott t- uh, touchdown. But, man, every time they gave the ball to Mike Allstott, dude, we just couldn't stop him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, Jason Campbell, though, on the other hand, looked pretty good. He made a few plays that Mark Brunel would not have made even like 10 years ago. How about coming out right out of the chute, throwing that pass right out of the chute? That's like I had saying, a feeling, I had a feeling they were going to do that, actually. I mean, that's like saying, here, here's my arm, here's what I can do, here's what Jason Campbell can do, and he throws it. It was like a 40-some yard pass or something. And Brandon Lloyd, Brandon Lloyd looked like, looked like Gary Clark out there dropping it. Brandon Lloyd, <laughs> Brandon Lloyd TO'd it, man. He did TO. Those alligator arms came up some, for some reason. But anyway, um, looking forward to this week, uh, Carolina Panthers. It's the uh, first home game Jason Campbell will have. He's had another week to get practice under his belt. And um, I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah, because, I mean, I think, you know, we were talking about Jason Campbell and uh, and and how it was refreshing to see him out there. He looked pretty good. I mean, he seemed composed. The thing that I kept saying, I was telling Aaron over the past few days is, I think he needs to work on his handoff technique a little bit more. He, uh, it seems like he just kind of sticks the ball way out there on the end of his arm. And, and he doesn't have like a good fake technique. Whether or not he's going to hand off or not, it's just like, there's the ball sticking out there on the end of his arm and you can totally see what he's going to do with it. Did you guys? Yeah, I think you're right, but I think that, that happens a lot with, with players or quarterbacks that haven't had a lot of pro experience. Um, and some of them never get over that kind of awkwardness like Brad Johnson or, uh, or uh, some other players of his caliber, but I think it's something. 
something that he's going to get better at because I know that they they weren't they weren't running that many plays and now that he's finally getting reps with the first team. He's probably catching up. He's like, well, let me get the ball out there and make sure and I'll screw it up because there were a couple. There was one handoff that was like right as he was turning that was really close. Oh, so, it was you like, know, the timing issue. Yeah. Um, hopefully, will not be as much of an issue this weekend. But yeah. Speaking of the run, do you guys know how many runs the Redskins had in that game? Minus the five scrambles by Jason Campbell. About seven. How many? Yeah, close. It was 15. 15 runs. 15 runs between Duckett, Betts, Sellers, and Randall L. had one. Man. So, in other words, we were going to the air quite a bit. Absolutely going to the air quite a bit. And, you know, he completed um, 19 passes, but ran the ball 15 times. Mm. That's pretty poor. That's a uh, recipe for mm. disaster right there. It is. And did anyone see T.J. Duckett? It says five rushes for 26 yards for his stats for that game. But um, was T.J. Duckett even in the game? You know, that, that player that they said was actually going to run a lot and be used a lot more is five a lot. Well, I saw him run, I saw him run a few ball, the ball a few times, and when they gave him the ball, I thought he did, you know, he did fine with it. I mean... Exactly. That's my point. That's, that's, my point. that's what he I'm did saying. Great. Why aren't they giving him the ball more? Exactly. I mean, that's like, what, five carry. yards? That's like five yards of carry. Yeah. I mean, just keep giving it to him. Let him pound it on down. Yeah. They did exactly, once again, they didn't do exactly what they should have done. And they were even saying they were going to do it. So, I'm pretty irate with that whole thing. So many coaches, no one seems to be taking charge. The, the whole situation there is really stinking right now, and I'm, I'm pretty upset about it. Yeah, they they are the Reds, the Redskins, but it does make you kind of wonder, you know, okay, if you go and you look at their headdresses, you know, who's got the most Indians in their uh, in their cap? I mean, excuse me, the most feathers in their cap in their headdress? Because yeah. it's like it does seem like there's so many Chiefs, you know. Uh-huh. I don't know. Cadillac Williams goes for 122 yards, which might be a season high. I know we broke out of a slump, and uh, you know that that negated the two turnovers that the Redskins defense actually picked up. They picked up two turnovers, yep. and and still weren't able to to keep them from scoring. More than the offense, unfortunately. Which it was good to see those turnovers. I think, who was it? Uh, Marcus Washington, did he have one? Um, he probably dropped one. <laughs> John Springs had one. That he, uh, John Springs, yeah, that's he right. Had an up and down game, he had one. Right. I can't remember who the other person was. First. But it was good to finally see us at least capitalize on the, uh, you know, the Redskins capitalize on those, those turnover opportunities instead of, <laughs> Instead of just having the ball thrown right at you and you just kind of look at it as it hits you in the face and then it falls down. Yeah. Yeah, but then the next week, uh, the other day, the Bucks turned around and got annihilated by the Cowboys. And it's kind of funny yeah. because the Bucks have already played again since then. I mean, the Bucks had a tough schedule these, these three weeks. They had like three games in 11 days or something like that. So, I don't know if the Redskins were the first or the second. I can't remember, but I think they've got another game on Monday night or something. So... It was, man, or next Thursday. Next Thursday, I think. I don't know. But anyway, it was, uh, yeah, so. All right, dudes, it's time for our game balls and kicking the balls for the week. All right. All right. Who's going to start? Who's going to start? Um, I'll give my game ball to Jason Campbell because he played – Pretty exceptional. He was calm and collected, had command of the offense, led that two-minute drill at the end and got him in the end zone. 
Speaking of that, answer me this question. Yeah. What was up with that yeah, yeah. off onside kick at the end where like Adage Mo, who I thought was on the IR, got up with the ball and then they still said that it was um the Bucks ball. Yeah, I didn't understand that either, because you know, you saw it hit a buck and eight yards into the kick, which meant it was a line ball. And there was a huge pile, and then they unstacked the pile and didn't make a call and didn't make a call, and there's Adage Mo lying with the ball in his arms at the bottom of the pile and they're like, Oh, it's Buccaneers ball. And the Redskins were like, what? I know, man. Sense. Made no sense. Haven't heard anything about it. Yep. Probably the same rest from the game last year where they gave all stuff that two-point conversion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in any event, um, I, Aaron, I agree with the game ball for uh, Jason Campbell. Definitely, I think he deserves that. I'm going to give him mine as well. Because, um, yep. I mean, he had a lot of poise in the pocket. He wasn't. He didn't look like he was being rushed. Um, he hung in there. And going to be neat to see him play for the next uh, six games through the rest of the season, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it'll just keep getting better and better. And we'll see if he really is the real deal. I, I agree with that. Uh, but I'm going to give my game ball to the actual to the O-line. Um, you know, I think without the uh, blocking, they gave him a lot of uh, opportunity to stand back there and get comfortable. And, uh, you know, for the most part, there were a couple times where the rush came on. and uh, But, man, uh, just, I mean, the offensive line, I think, did a great job at giving a first-timer, you know, his first shot in the game, the chance to step back, be comfortable, throw the ball, you know, take his time in the pocket, that sort of thing. So my game ball is going to go to the offensive line this week. Excellent. All right, time for kicks. Um, I'll start with the kicks. My kick goes to Greg Williams. Oh, dude, why do we always have the same kicks? (laughs) What? He was not able to keep the opposition from scoring more points than the offense. <laughs> and he gave another running back his career best day, or at least season best day on the season. It seems to be happening every week. What has happened to the Greg Williams defense? Yeah. I mean, think about it. Two years ago, what did the defense look like? Then what did it look like last year? Then what did it look like this year? Ninth last year, and this year they are ranked 30th. Dude. I'll tell you what happened. Greg Williams thought that he could just plug anyone in when the real reason why they were playing good is because he had some, like, underrated players on there that were making it good. Like Antonio Pierce. And he was, like, saying, well, they, Clark. they're good because of me. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and <laughs> dude, if you put... $5 million salary. Yeah, if you put the defense on a chart over the past few years, man, you could ski down it. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, man. Um, I'm gonna have to give my kick to it's like uh, a black diamond. I'm gonna have to give my kick to Al Saunders because once again, his offense didn't score more points than the opposition's offense. I think that's fair. <laughs> Fifteen runs. <laughs> Fifteen <laughs> runs. That's ridiculous, especially with like a rookie quarterback in his first game making him throw it however many times it was. I know, dude. I mean, and seriously, look, and again, we already mentioned, look what happened. Just give the guys the ball and let them run the ball. I mean, how many time, how many runs did Betts have? How many touches did he have? Betts had seven touches. Duckett had five. Sellers had two. And Antoine Randall had one. Okay, so they were spreading them out. I really thought they were going to utilize Antoine Randall a lot more in this game. I just had a feeling, you know, I mean, Duckett hadn't seen much play. I figured, yeah, they're going to work him in. I thought he'd probably get his five touches like he did or a little bit more. 
I actually probably thought that he would get maybe 10 to 15 touches. Um, but I, I figured they would be utilizing the jack of all trades, Antoine Randall in a lot more different ways than they actually did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too many coaches. They just don't, don't have any direction, any identity with what they want their defense to be. Speaking of Antoine Randall L. Or offense, I mean, is it going to be a pound and ground them? Offense, or is it going to be a, you know, throw the ball down the field and be all like flashy, greatest show on turf kind of offense? Right. And, you know, they just can't figure out their identity, what they want it to be. They need to make a decision and do something. But, you know, it doesn't really matter. Season's over. They can practice whatever they want. It's really just practice for the next however many games. Um, yeah. Speaking of Antoine Randall L., uh, our brother Bay, who's here in the studio with us, he just had something to say about uh, about Pittsburgh being up there in Pittsburgh land. Yeah, well, Pittsburgh land is really weird. Um, they're really into their team, which is awesome for any, any fan to be into their team, even when they're in the dumps like Pittsburgh is. I don't know what happened. I mean, I know what they happened. got they got a terrible loss getting rid of Randall and Redskins in turn got a great acquisition by picking them up. Um, I mean, you also got you got Ben who fell off his motorcycle, refuses to wear a helmet even though he does on the field. Uh, I think it's affected. His, I think it's affected his yeah, what? view of the entire field. He can't see the field when he's he's getting nailed in the pocket, which is which is weird because he used to just be able to dish it off really quick. Um, and in other respects, I mean, you got Troy Palmolo who's still going out there game after game rocking it, but he can't stop him on his own. I mean, you got to have some offense, and Ben's not really getting the job done. They need to bench him and uh, bring in their second string and get some stuff going on. Well, there, there you have it. There's the Pittsburgh report from Bay, and uh, I'm sure they're missing Antoine Randall up there in Pittsburgh, but um, you know what? We're glad to have him. We just need to utilize his talents. Yeah, you're exactly right. You guys hear that music? There it is. I hear it. I hear it. You know what that means. It's time for Tom's Trivia. Tom's Trivia. And we did not do Tom's Trivia last week. We uh, we weren't in the mood. We, it, I don't think it was so much that. We started getting into the time length thing. And we were just like, you know, that last game sucked. We're not in the mood. Time. Let's just skip Tom's Trivia. So anyway. Uh, so here it is. Tom's Trivia this week. Aaron said I get to do it this week. Tom wrote in and said, uh, here's the trivia. After that, uh, um, after that Dallas game where we had a, uh, a safety in the game, uh, when was the last game the Redskins had a safety? This is Tom's trivia question. When was the last game that the Redskins had a safety? Who was the player and who was the, uh, and who was the opponent? Right. So, who got tackled and uh, what is it? Who made the tackle? What year was it? What team was the person on? And who was it? And who was it? And who was the safety? All, all the information about that. And, send it uh, as always. Send it in. Send that answer in to uh, Redskins fan at HarryHogFootball.com, and you will win a HARRY. And this and this time around, it's not it's not the same prize. I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. HARRY. Yes. It's not the same prize. This time around, because it's Thanksgiving, the prize is is an entire cornucopia of nothing. <laughs> a whole cornucopia. So anyway, go ahead and send that in. I think that about wraps it up. We'll see what happens tomorrow with Jason Campbell in Washington for his first game against Carolina. And as always... And a moss back. So. Yeah, yeah we'll, we do have moss back. Who, uh, anybody else questionable or out right at this point? Uh, right now, the 
the injury report as of Wednesday, Troy Vincent and David Patton are both out with hammies. But oh, uh, Moss is probable, and everyone else that's injury that has an injury is probable. So Patton and Vincent are both out, and I. Well, about Vincent, of course, Adam Archuleta is basically third string now, so we'll right. see what happens with Vernon Fox. Back. <laughs> Steve Smith. Vernon Fox. Here's a quick question I thought about and this. And Jamo was back. I thought about this. Yeah. We're still not seeing any Rocky McIntosh. Are we seeing him on special teams at all? A little bit, yeah. He's playing special teams, but, I mean, Warwick Holdman? Yeah, that's what I'm oh, saying. Man. I'm saying, come on, man. I'd like to see some Rocky McIntosh uh, tomorrow against Carolina. Yeah, me too. Even if he screws up, I mean, at this point, the season to watch, put him in there. It doesn't matter. Are we doing a good, better draft picks at this point? Yeah, put these guys in that, that need the uh, need some experience, man. We There's no, you know, like you said, John, season's over. Anyway, Carolina's stinking up the joint anyway, so it should be a good game between two teams that are stinking it up this year. Yeah, well, Carolina's not in first place, but they've actually been building. They've been getting better every week. I don't think they're like a powerhouse or anything, but... Yeah. The way the NFC is shaping up right now, there are teams that still have a good chance at the playoffs. Well, yeah, that's right. probably true. Probably true. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes tomorrow. Uh, they still suck. Um, <laughs> exactly. So anyway, happy holidays to everybody out there and uh, you and yours, your families, all that good stuff. Hail to the Redskins. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see Cowboys fan, joke As on. always. Joke on.